Well, good evening, everybody. Finally, we are back. A couple weeks off, uh, just busy with life and busy with some other things, but we are getting ready for our round three and uh, figured we'd jump on, chat with a couple of the drivers that are going to be competing. Of course, Tony will be getting on here as well soon. And uh, tonight we have Adam Benson joining us. It's the uh, first time that we've had Adam on, so it'll be interesting kind of to see where he's at. Done a lot of work on his car. Uh, as soon as Tony's here, we'll let him jump in. Let's see if it goes. Just wait for the internet. There we go. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Excellent. How are you doing? Hey, Nazi Ben. Feels like it's uh, it's been a while since we've done this. How's it hasn't it been? Well, it's been two weeks, and uh, you know, busy. There's K days in the city, and then some other stuff going on last week. So, hey, it's just the way it goes sometimes, but. You know, we have the biggest event coming up, our uh, round three. We're going to crown the champion for the 2023 season. So that is going to be, well, it's a great time. And it's a long time since we've been out at Rad Torque Raceway. Um, I'm thinking it's got to be three years since we ran this layout, for sure, if memory serves me correct. And, I mean, I think the last time that we ran it, I was still driving. So that's how long ago it was. Oh. I was gonna say you've you've lost a few years there. Actually, it's 2019. I think oh. was our last uh, last time at this layout. Uh, believe it or not. Wow. Okay. So four years. So I only missed one year on it. So 2019, <laughs> we ran this layout. Um, but like big things are coming for for this round. Uh, so many people behind the scenes have been working hard. We have a live stream coming up for this round. It's it's our own in house media team that is just doing it and uh doing the live stream we are live on location here we are at uh siege works again with cecilia found switzer there nice we got caught in the rain here in the city so we uh just jump into a friend's place and say hey this is where we're gonna do the the live from um right on coming into the weekend we basically have five people that are in the running that could possibly take the championship of course, front runners Tristan McLennan and Jesse Foote. It is right down to uh, it can be one single point that that Jesse can take it by just some qualification, and you know just the guys not finishing as well as the others. So it should yeah, be a good uh, story to tell. Yeah, and good thing I had a point to jump in there with already. Um, so the actual points balance, 13 points difference. You got Tristan McLennan in the lead, 164. Jesse Foot sitting on 151. So that's literally the difference of qualifying. Now, Tristan McLennan has been an absolute force in qualifying. I think we right. all kind of want to see if he can do it, the three-peat, uh, three one-place qualifiers in a row. But I know uh, talking to Jesse Foot last round, too, uh, he knows that qualifying is the big thing he still has to work on. The only thing he's not really been happy with is – you know, phenomenal 23 season thus far. Um, mm. Hey, maybe this is the time to uh, break that qualifying back and get it. Um, you know, we see Mr. Michael B in chat there, and uh, you got to shut it up. Excuse me, still the high score at uh, this particular layout we're doing too, so I think that's kind of neat. Think, uh, think anybody will beat a 98? I don't know. I, I think there's definitely a possibility of it. I think the demanding um layout of this track and maybe how the series has progressed in the last four years you know 
you, you can look at even the track map, the overlays that have been worked out by our media team, uh, the amount of stuff that's even produced on a set so that you can see the correct driving line. Mm -hmm. I think it is going to be a little bit more challenging to hit those high scores than maybe in years past because the, the layout is a little bit more difficult than it was in years past, just because the line is more demanding. As in, we're looking for a more precise line through it. Definitely, you know, there's no dirt drops on this course. We have painted zones on the, on the track, which is a lot nicer for the drivers, for the judges, and even for the fans watching from the live stream, because it is, it's, a, it's not a chase drone. It is an overhead drone that we're going to be using mostly for the live stream. So they'll be able to see the zones and they'll be able to see the cars where they're placing it on, you know, on the track, in the outer zones, in the touch and goes that we have marked out as well. So we are really looking forward to that. It's, it's just going to be a good time, but you know, I'd like to see uh, Michael come back and drive. I mean, he's always had it. He's had that knack for competition and just a solid driver. And it'd be neat to see how he is in, in the competition side of it going forward. Um, Big news too, we got, you know, we got Jabro coming back. Um, this will be his first pro series for the year. Uh, also the triple S team jumping back in Aaron day, you know, has been seeing the content, couldn't stay away for an entire season. They pulled it together and have the car, I think dialed ready to go here for this round. So it'd be neat to see him driving again. Um, you know, long time since he's been out of the, out of the car. So. You know, if you can shake that rust off and, and get up to speed with everybody else, I think it's going to be a really good round. You know, I think it's going to be a few points to talk on there. Obviously, with Aaron Day coming back into competition, uh, this is his track, man. He's always, uh, you know, historically gone very well here. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see how Aaron Day hits the ground with the Triple S team, see so they hit the ground running and uh, can get back up there. But I think it's going to be a really good uh, benchmark, too, to see how the series has progressed. You know, we've had... You know, Aaron's missed, it sounds like small, two rounds, right, this year. Mm -hmm. But I think in both of those rounds, we've seen massive improvements by all of our drivers and just the driving level maybe went from, like, about here to about there. And I was thinking about this as I uh, kind of shared a post on Facebook regardless. You know, we're always saying that, uh, oh, yeah, you know, driving's been crazy this year. It's been it's, – it's crazier than what we were doing last year and stuff like that. But I think, like, where that – that's a great line to sell tickets and sell seats and stuff like that. Right. It's abundantly true. When you look at the driving we've seen, obviously we had, you know, a lot of stuff come from round two. Uh, and if you haven't, uh, please go back, watch that on the stream. It's, it's an amazing round of drifting competition, like on its own, right? If you just, you know, kind of ignore that, you know, all of us and all the faces in it. Uh, it's a really good round to watch back. I've had a lot of people comment. I've been showing it to everybody. A lot of people that have never watched drifting before, uh, you know, tell me like, this is insane. Like, this mm -hmm. is crazy. Um, but getting back to what I'm saying, like you walk around the pits now, you see the car prep going on in between rounds. You see everybody's set up. You see how um, kind of more professional the, the series has taken with their drivers, with the series as a whole, like how far it's come in just this one year alone. Um, I think it's a whole new kind of spec D per, per se 
Um, so I'm really stoked to see what it's going to be like at Rad Torque Raceway. Again, like we said, haven't been there 2019 since on this layout. So it'll be a really cool benchmark to see like how guys have progressed and how um, just what that level of driving is like too. And I think uh, Aaron Day is going to be a very good litmus test to that. Right. Um, you know, I don't want to bet against him or the Triple S team, but uh, I don't think uh, they're going to have an easy time uh, advancing, you know, maybe top eight, top four. I think uh, a lot of these guys out here uh, just hungry and shooting for it, man. So I think they're uh, going to run into some stiff competition. We'll see. Well, well, you know, and I think that's probably a big one that we need to, to talk about. Even, you know, the, the, the guys that are in that top six zone. Um, let's talk about Jace for a little bit, right? He first came to us last year. Uh, for our shootout down a mission solid driver but you know we definitely can see his driving level elevated over the off season to a point where he was just an absolute ripper right out of the gate you know him and gaston morrison standout tandem battles from round one uh you know gaston can't be with us at this round unfortunate but you know jace is hitting this season hard um again carlton mcdonald Big changes to the car. I think this year for him has been maybe more of a feeling out a little bit of the car, some of the teething issues, you know, when you go from solid rear axle to an independent rear suspension, quick change, a lot of changes in the car and taking it on the road, traveling different, you know, from being at sea level down in Washington up to, you know, our first round, it was so dry here, you know, so the air density was so low with all the forest fires, et cetera, you know, and on, on that you know it's not a fuel injected car it's you know it's still with the the big carbs and the ports and stuff like that i think he just struggled a bit with that so i mean give that another year and really get that car under him and that thing is an absolute ripper um and you can't hold it back from tristan he's already licensed he's already got his license for fd the only thing he has to prove now is he wants the championship he wants the check he wants the trophy and he wants to three-peat with a perfect qualifying record for all three rounds, right? And let's not, you know, let's not count it out. The three spots for this year, right? So first place is like $3,000 in cash. Second is two, you know, and we're just, we're trying to make it so like the, the payout was good. Each round, the, the top three people have split, you know, tires. So first place, six tires. Second place, four. Third place gets two tires. So like Zestino helping out a lot, throwing tires into the mix. Things that the guys use anyway, have to use it. You know, so the prize pack has been huge. And it's really nice to see, like, those guys commit to the full round of the series and, you know, fight for that fight for that money. Um, you know, and then also, in addition to that, like, JB's kicked in. We got another $1,000 that we're splitting between the top three people that just win this event. So, you know, series champion gets the 3000 and then we're also splitting some money for just this individual round, you know, competitors. So we're stoked. The prize has been great this year. Driving has been like unbelievably on point and, um, you know, we just can't wait. We can't wait for it to uh, kick off here on Saturday. Yeah, man. Like it's, uh, it's been quite the season and, uh, there's a few more drivers kind of on my radar too, coming into this one. Uh, you can't uh, count out Chris Pollard. I think he, didn't have the start to his season that he wanted. Uh, he showed that he really wanted it in round two, and I think mm -hmm. round three is going to be no exception. Uh, but, you know, where Chris Pollard is, Ryan Dratz is soon to follow, too, and I think that's another guy, too, you can't sleep on because, again, another harder season with R&D, with, um, 
you know, CPI and stuff back in that program. They were able to take it back down, figure it out. And so I think if Ryan Drutz uh, can show up, have a good weekend, I think that's another guy too that's probably just itching to rip on this course, man. Because um, you think about it, like guys like Chris, Ryan, um, they they got their wins, they got their podiums, different tracks. You know, they, you know, historically have come out to Rad Torque Raceway. They haven't had maybe the most best success they want. So it's going to be really cool. Again, I hate to over say it, uh, litmus test to see where those guys are too on this layout, um, right. you know. For, for those listening wrong, maybe you've uh, sat under a rock all week, don't know what layout we're running. Uh, we are running the Big Bank uh, at Brad Torque Raceway. That's the Super Speedway Big Bank Corner, uh, Turn 3, mm-hmm. uh, down straight away into Turn 4, and then looping back to, I guess, Brad Torque's false return loop. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's really cool it's elevation cool. change because they come flying through 4. Uh, you have to slow down a lot. They drop down, uh, down basically like a, a big steep embankment onto the flat with another touch and go right out against the wall. Uh, post will be up of the track layout on the, on the Instagram here as well. It's on our Facebook page. You can see it. It's there. Um, again, and, and we're going to just, you know, encourage everybody to go search out spec the drifting series on youtube follow that because that is where we're going to be live streaming on the weekend is directly to the youtube channel it'll be up there and you know as always the week following the event we do the roast of judges so all the judges will be on here and uh, guys get to throw their questions throw their shade whatever they want tell us how bad of a job we did or the winners always tell us we did great at judging so that's always nice (laughs) um so i enjoy that so you know last round winner obviously it's it's the greatest uh, round that they saw and the best judging. So, you know, that's always the way it goes. So we're always stoked for that. Um, but yeah, so just a, a little bit more going into it, you know, there, there is a lot of, of benefit when, when we, we don't often sit there and say like, you know, the real benefits of the, the spec D series and in that, but when you look at all the different layouts that we run, the multiple of tracks that we have available to us, you know, like we run Strato, we run Castro. At Castro, we have three to four different layouts that we can run on the same track, plus the pad. So you get, you know, four four layouts there. You have Stratotech, which is just a great track that we, you know, do our biggest bash event that, you know, I've seen the biggest driver get there. Say that we just adore Stratotech. I think right. it's just a great you know? facility. And then we also get down to go to missions. So we have so many tracks that are available to us in our small little series that drivers really get a multitude of everything you know from you know road courses that are really fast technical there's walls there's excitement there's action we're going to pause sort of the um the preamble going into this because i know that we got adam benson coming on so adam is one of the guys that sort of jumped into pro and absolutely just been been progressing with his car and doing everything like that so it'd be great to talk to him so i'll let him jump in and we will grill him on his plans and why he missed round uh two if it'll let us go there we go great all right how you doing guys all right adam so since we are recording this for podcast as well you know i guess i should since it's late already i'm sean artem we run the <laughs> my wife and i run the spec d drift series tony our fabulous announcer the voice of spec d he's in there on it as well um and today we got adam benson joining us to sort of talk about his program, his Corvette, and a little bit about, uh, you know, why he loves drifting so much, right? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm Adam Benson. As he said, I drive the Alltech 
custom, Alltech Industrial Kilted Customs Corvette, uh, number 13. I've been driving for, oh geez, about four years now. Um, started out in 2018 and I got an old Mazda FC RX-7. Took that to about th two or three practices and I said I need a better car than this because the old NA13B just was not cutting it. Fair enough. Ah, little technical gremlins there. Lost them. It's such a good intro, too. All right. We'll get them back we'll in see. here. That's right, Adam. So if you're watching, just at request to join. We'll yep. let you back in. There you go. I think uh, fun fun fact, just to fill some air here, too. This is like the only uh, LS-powered car oh. that came LS-powered. So. <laughs> That's right. Adam, pick up there where we you go. Left off there, brother. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so picked up the Corvette that same year. Um, didn't do much to it, just did uh, knuckles and Corvette uh, coilovers. We deleted the uh, leaf spring that goes all the way back and forth. So that really livened it up, uh, put a handbrake in it. And that was about all for the first year. It was an absolute ripper for basically being a stock car. Like you were just saying when I jumped back on, the LS being in there was a huge plus for us. Um, and then, yeah. After that, we did a bit of safe, safety stuff, threw a cage into it, and then we could start tandeming. And after that, uh, rebuilt the diff because the Corvette gearing is just super weird. The re rear end is just so long, so we threw a 411 into it, and that kind of livened it up. But this past winter, we rebuilt the motor and really opened it up. So I've only actually driven it twice, once on a test day and once in round one. So I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some more seat time behind it in round three here and letting it really open up on this big course we got. So, yeah. All right. Um, so you do have experience on this course. We have run it in, in layouts, but mostly just on our fun days. So you have been yep. out there. You've ran it. We haven't done the competition layout, you know, since I guess probably when you first started driving. So what, what have you been doing sort of to, to prep on this? Uh, the main thing that we've been hearing over and over is a lot of guys are on the sim now do you have a sim setup are you guys trying that unfortunately i don't i've tried a few sim setups and i just i can't get used to it it's so weird i i gotta buy one this winter and actually get around to getting used to it and because it's a very valuable practicing tool i definitely right. agree with that um but i'm kind of just going into this one blind honestly um like i say i only have a tiny bit of seat time behind the car so i'm really just looking forward to getting used to it. It's not changed up too much. It still feels the same. It's just a lot more power. So it should help me uh, link the track a lot easier and right. uh, hopefully be able to keep up with some of these faster guys. So, Yeah, no, the car is definitely uh, there. I think the power levels, you know, you could definitely see the change from you last year into our round one. And it's just, you know, it's just getting that seat time behind it. And I think that is a good, it's a good time to do it. Um, you know, we try to give a lot of practice in it. So, you know, got lots of practice in the morning and that's it. If you go into it with the right attitude that you're there to get seat time, just experience with tandem and work on that. It really sets you up for the coming, you know, the next season, basically. Um, and also you're registered for Stratotech, I believe, or the Stratobash. Yep. Stratobash. Yeah, for sure. Always. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, you know, if you didn't get all of your seat time there, make sure that you, you know, Stratobash will give you enough driving. I guarantee it. I've never had to somebody come at the end of the weekend and say, I didn't get enough driving at Stratobash. By the way, there's still some tickets available on the website. What? So, yeah, there's a few left. I mean, 
people think it's that's crazy immediately, but we keep sneaking in a few there so there's always a population of some tickets in there so hey if you're watching this hearing this definitely jump on grab a grab a spot for stratobash you won't regret it i absolutely guarantee it if you do not have fun at stradobash you do not like drifting i think that's, that's it, fair right like yeah, you the one there's no fun that's it yeah I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen people lay underneath their car entire weekend at stradobash and have the greatest time ever so there's just drifting going on what's what's uh what's better than that um all right so let's talk a little bit more about how you got into your sort of one of our thursday night regulars one of the people that you know, we always look forward to seeing you and your dad. You and your dad shared the car basically yep. every practice for two years. But now I see that you're driving the car more and your dad is watching from the stands. What happened there? Is you still letting that guy drive or no? Uh, yeah, uh, he had a bit of some health issues last year that kept him out of the car. Oh, okay. But he's back at it this year. He uh, Just last Thursday, he was out ripping it again. He's been itching to get in there, so we had to throw him in for the whole practice. I just sat back and watched, and oh. he just had a blast. Okay. So, yeah, I'm really impressed with how far he's come. He's getting really good now. So I'm hoping to see him do some contests someday, but I don't know if he's wanting to do that or not. But I, I absolutely think so. I think me and him are the oldest dudes in it, so I think we should probably do, like, Battle of the Age. Ages or something, maybe. Yeah. Like grassroots day, because all I do is grassroots now. So me and him can can battle it out. We'll do the the old man battle, I guess. Is, is that cool? What do you want? That? That? Do you get like horses and carriages or something, or? <laughs> It'll be the bad, yeah. the, the the oldest, baddest dudes in the baddest cars. How about that? We'll call it that. Yeah, there you go. The old carriages tony don't worry about it we'll remember all these conversations when you hit the big uh the big numbers like me that's right um hey we see ryan dressed in there hey ryan you know come on let's get you registered here for the round three we know we got you on the poster you better show up yeah. calling out the people in the chat we have to we see him i'll even wave to him and give him a hi there you go right there well, yeah, come on ryan want to ask you quick questions man so you started obviously with the NAFC. You had lasted, like you said, like two, three practices of it. How much more enjoyable has your learning curve been having that kind of like LS power, like to start with? Well, that's kind of tough because the FC was kind of good to learn the basics, but you couldn't even hold a slide. And then jumping into the Corvette, it's so overpowered for what you need to learn. And the torque is just instantaneous. So, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. I think I, I slowly started working my way up. Like I didn't even get used to driving it for two, three years. But now that I can rip it all the way, I think it was good just to start on the same platform. Like I can basically close my eyes and I know what the car is going to do in every situation. Um, that being said, it would be nice to have a little bit lower powered car for the more fine tuning and just skill refinement and whatnot. I looking at getting another car in the future for that purpose exactly something that's easier on tires and just more of a fun day car because it's it's getting a little out of hand at this point but um <laughs> no i i love the chassis like they call it the s16 it's it really is that good i'd say 50 50 weight distribution same wheelbase as an s14 so i can't really argue with it in my opinion and like you say ls is in there from the factory it's all factory gm wiring easy to program the computer Still got AC. I think I'm the only one in the Pro Series with AC at this point. So, <laughs> that's it's, the uh, biggest left on grid, honestly. <laughs> yeah, 
honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I got to get a recharge before round three here, but we'll uh, we'll get around to <laughs> it. The big prep uh, coming, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Change the oil and recharge the AC. Yeah. That's pretty much all. But um, yeah, no, the simplicity of it, I I absolutely love the car. It's it's worked awesome for me. I know Cole's had a little bit of trouble with his, but as far as I'm concerned, it's the best car you could possibly buy. Yeah, Cole found the uh, solution to his to just throw some nitrous at it, and it seemed to really light yeah. up his 5.3. I mean, but that's, you know, I think they installed it at the track, so that's terrifying too. But, I mean, hey, you <laughs> got to give it to the guys, and, and uh, I don't know, this, this is what drifting is all about. We, we enjoy it and seeing the, the variety of different things. You know, I won't even hold it against you, the hate on an NA, you know, FC, because they are absolute trash, you know. I, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, what are we going to drive an NA rotary for? That's a terrible idea. I was <laughs> clutch kicking up till my tack was saying 10,000 constantly, and it just wouldn't even kick out sideways. Just, one, 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 one. You've got to find 12K, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many? Wouldn't spin that fast. As many clutch kicks as you could get in in a corner, but. No, I think that's, yeah. that's been a big part of it. You know, we, we'd really enjoy that, you know, it's you and your dad spending time making the drive, you know, pretty much every Thursday coming all the way from Lethbridge. Uh, Lloydminster. Yeah, Lloydminster, sorry. I was thinking Lethbridge. I was thinking the right place. <laughs> and then I was, had Fernando in my mind too. I was going to ask you about him. Um, okay, some of the shops that you partnered with, because I see that you, you have Fernando coming out, helping you out quite a bit, working your pit. Why don't you talk a little bit just about the, um, you know, the crew that comes with you and, and sort of how you find that, how, how you find that for a competition aspect and what's the jobs that you give your people? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, first off dad, he's definitely the crew chief, the head, head honcho of the team for sure. He takes care of everything that I forget and everything that I don't even think of. So definitely huge shout out to him. Um, and then, yeah, Fernando and Richard, the Raven Motorsports guys, they kind of jumped on the program last year. Uh, I met them at Toge Bash out at Stratotech there. And they just kind of started talking to me and we we're like, you're from Lloyd, hey? And they said, yeah, you're from Lloyd, aren't you? So then they're like, oh, we're going to come out to Mission with you. And I kind of didn't really believe them. And then I was about halfway to Mission and they called me. They're like, well, where are you? We're going to meet up. So we met up in Hinton and drove the rest of the way. And uh, they camped in their trailer all weekend or in their truck, sorry. And, uh, yeah, they crew chiefed and pitted for me out there. And uh, it's kind of just been rolling with them ever since. They've been helping me out at Strato Bash and really anything I need for the car. Every time I got to tighten a bolt, I go and borrow Fernando's $1,000 snap-on torque wrench, Excellent. the digital thing that's way too fancy for me. But, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely important to have a good group of guys around you. There's nothing worse than hopping in and out of the car when it's plus 30 and you're trying to focus on driving and you're sweaty and you're getting heat stroke and yeah it's just nothing worse than that so it's really nice to just be able to pull into the pits let everybody deal with everything and don't have to worry about anything um lloyd's kind of a strange place for car community there's a lot of guys that drive around and don't really do car things they like to park in the tim's parking lot and say that they know how much there's so much about cars and whatnot and they want to try to touch your stuff and judge everything so it's nice to have a group of guys that just are genuinely into racing and they don't care about all the real wheels and this, that, and the other, you know, it's just go out right. and drive as hard as possible. That's what everybody's into, which is what the spec D family is about for sure. Right. So yeah, it's uh, definitely important to have a good group of guys around just takes your mind 
off everything so you can actually focus on driving. Yeah, that is probably a big one that um, is overlooked. Like, I mean, we won't take anything away from Pat Fontaine. He is like the rock star of one man solo team, but absolutely killing it. But I mean, I think for, you know, if you can stay in the car, sort of in the zone, they make a change to the car, you can feel it right away. I always say that if you're, you jump out of the car, you make the change, you get back in. I find I never really notice it just because, you know, you kind of cool off and you're, you know, you've been doing other things instead of just focusing on the driving. So I think that is a really good thing. And you have a great group of guys. Like, I mean, Fernando's long time in the car community, kind of from everything. He does a lot of Subaru stuff. I know that like to do like time attack and just a great guy. And, you know, when you got a, a positive person on your team like that, you can never have a bad day at the track either. Yeah. Something breaks. You don't even got to worry about it. He's yeah. underneath the car before you can even get out of it. Right. And yeah ordering parts, calling people and tearing stuff apart. And you just got to go have a drink and hopefully it's fixed by the time it's time to go again. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Well, I mean, I know that they were trying to get into a little bit of drifting. I'm not sure how that's going for them, but I mean, definitely need to see them out on track with you on these, on the Thursday nights, a little more grassroots style stuff. I think, I think, uh, think pretty soon here, you're going to see Richard's going to have a car out there. He bought Marco to sound's old car there and through an LS in it and he's a few pieces away from being done. So he's getting very excited to come out with us. Well, I mean, that's, that is actually what the world needs. Tony and I often agree on that, that every S chassis should have an LS in it. So, I mean, I think it's great. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's the only way you can save them. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, anything you want to kind of add there? Adam, before the weekend, sort of what your expectations are maybe about uh, about driving? You're just there sort of to have fun, get the seat time in the car and, and enjoy it? Pretty much, yeah. I'm planning on doing a body kit and paint this winter, so I'm trying to charge as hard as I can and get a little aggressive, maybe bump a couple people here and there. I've get some of the to... done early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I absolutely approve of that. I think there needs to be that tight tandem. And we don't, we don't approve of like the T-bowing part, but if you're close enough to bang them, uh, it is absolutely amazing. Leave some marks on doors and they'll return the favor. And I think that's, that's absolutely the best. Um, tight tandems look great. The bank is good. You do have experience on it. So I think you do have a bit of advantage there. You've ran it successfully in the past. So, I mean, I don't think that we did the drop down on the layout that we ran in the no. fun days, but... It is just a little bit, a little bit more on it, but I'm looking forward to seeing you guys back out there. Yeah, no, me too. I'm looking forward to being out there. It's a super fast, fun layout. So, and like I say, I've never driven it in competition, so it'll be interesting to really get aggressive with it and get close with guys and really rip through it. It'll be interesting to see. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you want to give a shout out to any more of your sponsors, anybody that's sort of partnering with you, now's your time, and I'll let you uh, jump out and look after. I guess feed the cat that you have sitting on your lap. I don't know. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, just big shout out to all my sponsors, uh, All Tech Industrial, Kilted Customs, Player 3 Performance. Got the mo new motors just absolutely singing, so that's been awesome. Uh, Penny Holdings, Iron Will Metalworks, uh, Raven Motorsports guys, and then All Out Auto Repair for always keeping my alignment somewhat straight. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then thank you guys for all you do and all the events you put on and all the time that we can go out there and rip.
Hey, perfect. Well, we definitely look forward to seeing you. I think you guys are rolling in on a Friday, so we will see you out at the track. Awesome. We'll see you then. All right. Th Thanks, Thanks, guys. We'll Thanks. See you then, Adam. See you, Tony. Night. Bummer I didn't get to do the uh, fast round questions because I had a uh, good part to ask there. You know, we don't really ask who's your easiest drift battle anymore is, but I think Adam Benson's the easiest battle would be me because he's actually beat me twice. So oh. I think that's a cool. Well, all right. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. We've been off so long. I haven't seen us do the uh, the rapid fire questions there. Um, well, good. That, yeah. was, that was that was important answer. So <laughs> there we go. So hey, going into this round, let's continue on with a little bit of the sort of the pre-show going into it. Um, we sort of talked about you know definitely the the leaders in the series, but who's sort of been like overall um, in the season? Who's sort of been a standout one for you so far going two rounds in? Yeah, you know, you don't want to use the term, you know, overlooked, because uh, it's easy, obviously, to look at who's who's leading it, who's doing well. Uh, some sometimes guys like you know slip through the crack. There's so many drivers that come in, yeah. so many different storylines that following at any given time. Um, but I think guys like um, you know, I think Jake Snedden from last round uh, really impressed me, showing up in that Volvo. Uh, you know, we all kind of took a look at it on Friday when we rolled in. We're like, oh my, what what's this? And then I think he. You know, showed up really good show. Um, another guy I want to give a shout out to is uh, Francois Dubois, because um, I think that's been awesome. Like, that was a cool story to see in round one, literally 48 hours, I think, before the event came through, qualified for the show, had an absolute blast, big smile on his face. Um, it's stuff like that. It's guys getting those first few laps underneath their belt, seeing it all work. It's all good. Um, but another guy that really stands out, I think, for across the whole season uh, for me is Rick Selinski. You know, I think he um, he showed us all what he was capable of in the grassroots series last year. Uh, just phenomenal driver. You know, got to drive on track with him at Bash a lot too. He's been mm -hmm. wicked. Um, and you know, maybe not some of the results that I think I was expecting from him. He's probably expecting from himself. He's had, you know, kind of a few hard battles. Uh, come, again, comes down to qualifying again. Um, but you know, he's he stayed with it. It's been awesome to see Rick kind of, you know, kind of upgrade his program as he's going. He's got uh, one of the best-looking cars on grid, I think. And, uh, yeah, no, man, his driving has been phenomenal. Like, it's not any lacking on his driving. He's just had some really hard battles. I think when you uh, <coughs> excuse me, when you go up against Chris Pollard in the first round, that's always going to be a hard battle, either every way you look at it, because Chris is one of those guys that's, uh, you know, is a main competitor in our series. He just... 110% every run, you got to bring the whole arsenal to go against Chris Pollard. And I think that was really good uh, for Rick to get to battle a guy like Chris. Um, you know, I'd love to see that one revisited uh, maybe sometime during round three. We'll see. You don't, um, want, you don't want all the Sherwood Park guys going against each other again? Because we drove them it was pretty all awesome. the way to Mission. Yeah, them all and they got, kind of fight each other. And three of them got loose by the end of uh, top eight there. But um, yeah. No, I'd like to. I'd like to see the short park guys maybe fight each other in the finals, uh, but that'd right. be pretty cool. But, no, I, I think that's it. I mean, Rick's car was really on on point last year. I think just um, you know it seemed to be indestructible every Stratotech event that we ran, and the car was just like it was keeping up. And to make the step into it, it is a it's a change. No matter what, no matter what you think, it is a change. One wearing a suit the entire time, wearing a Hans device. Helmet, the uh, you know full containment seat, all of that, the cage, 
it changes a little bit of the aspect of the car and maybe some of the driving about it. So, you know, that's, that's something that takes time. And that's maybe, you know, what's overlooked is that, you know, to be a good competitor in comp competitive driving, you need competition experience, right? That's something that you lose a little bit, maybe in the sim world, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of sad not to see Joseph come out and run this track. I think his BMW would be a perfect fit for this layout, big power, lots of grip and his driving style definitely likes this fast track. Um, I think that would benefit him a ton as well as just having that extra competition experience. Cause I mean, the first event did phenomenal, like, you know, taking it all the way to the podium. How do you, you can't argue with that. The, he has skill, but I think it's just, you know, driving with a variety of different drivers will only make you a better driver at the end of it. Right. Um, and I think that'll come. I think that'll come. I think it was just maybe it's a lot. You got family, you got a bunch of, you know, changes in your life that are, are taking place. And it's a lot of investment to ask somebody to take and come out to the final round just for, for seat time, I guess. Um, some of the other ones, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you have to, uh, Shelby Moreau, thinking about him and his car, uh, driving great in that little 5.3 and just throwing nitrous on it. Always had a great attitude going into it. Has had a bunch of hard luck coming into it but i'd like to see him drive a little bit more and and see how he progresses as well at this level of competition um anybody else that you can kind of think of that that we may have not thought of yeah no, no uh, a few more drivers too uh you know obviously got to give a word to jace just amazing I, I think he's stolen enough of the shows a few times seems like every time that s13 is online everybody's always oh what what's happening what's what's going on yeah. um Another guy on this list, though, that I want to talk a little bit about is uh, Jesse Joe Curtis, man. He was there for the first round. He's going to be joining us for round three. Um, again, he just finished on a high last year uh, at Mission and kind of looked like mm -hmm. that momentum carried into, um, you know, round one at Stratotech. So uh, that's another guy, that uh, heavy hitter. Really excited to see what that car is going to look like on the Big Bang, too. Um, yeah. I love yellow cars. I don't know if you noticed, but, um, yeah, no, I think that guy guy's just another guy that's been flying under the radar and well, uh you know would have liked to see him contest the whole season but can't skip out on weddings man that's that's some like life stuff you got to do that's important <laughs> but, uh, you can only get married once or twice or three times but whatever it shouldn't happen next summer so he should be back there hopefully for mission next year was it his wedding no i don't think it was his oh okay yeah. like i was thinking right. i mean he could have skipped it but he's a good guy like, so. if it wasn't his <laughs> wedding he didn't have to be there um yeah, some of the other ones, like, I mean, there's some guys that actually hope, like, you know, some people are putting some stock and they're going to go and license in Evergreen. You know, I'm almost 20. I should go down, just throw, throw in something and write their cars off because we'd like to see drivers like Matt Ruzecki back again next year and run the full season, run whatever we're doing. I think it would be great to have him out. Car was on point. Absolutely killer of a driver. Um, but hey, coming into, coming into this last round, though. One one person that's going to be nice to have out there, Justin Dubay in the Supra. There's a boy that does he does not know chill, so it will be checkers or wreckers with Justin Dubay. He drives that bank absolutely insane. A uh, little bit of backstory: we ran grassroots, and he doesn't ever hold back. We run the front section for the grassroots, and then the back is just open for the pros just to goof off in between runs. So in between runs, he's fourth gear, 
full throttle, drifting the bank to line up just to run the front section again. So his tires are smoked and he's ready to go and uh, and drive it. But fourth gear in that car absolutely sounds phenomenal. Non-stop, man. <laughs> know he has zero mechanical sympathy. Um, so, like, I look forward to seeing that. Like, it is going to be amazing. It's going to be a good time. I got my, you know, producers here in the background laughing about it. But, I mean, absolutely, everyone knows. If you've, if you've gotten a ride with uh, Justin Dubay or seen him drive, if you were in the crowd when he did his insane fourth-gear burnout, then you absolutely know what I'm talking about. The guy has no mechanical sympathy and loves to put on a show. Um, for him, it's not about the points. It's not about, you know, standing. It's just about him driving with his friends. It's just making sure it. that you know that he can send the shit out of that Supra. That, that's it. Yeah, right. It's it's insane. So we look forward to seeing him out there. Um, you know, and basically that's it. I, I would say, you know, plan to be out. Weather looks great. Head out to Rad Torque Raceway. You know, it's $15 entry. You're there all day. We have drag racing going off to the side, so that'll be a little bit annoying. But if you like drag racing, you can also watch that when we're taking a track break. Cecilia said, don't say it's annoying. Drag racing is amazing, but drifting is amazing. There you go. Uh, This is recorded for a podcast. If whoever edits this can take it. I guess we don't edit anything on this uh, show. So just leave it in here. I said it. I live with it. You're going to pay 15 bucks, watch the drifting, and you can walk past some cool drag cars on the way. Um, that's it. We've got grandstands out on the far end of the track. It is going to be only for the hardcore people because it is a hike to those stands. And once you're there, you are stuck there till the track is cold. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Anything else you sort of want to add with sort of been popping on this last week before we, we wrap this up and let everybody go to bed on their Wednesday night? Yeah, no, I want to give a quick shout out to just everybody who was at the last practice there on the last Thursday, Thursday before. Oh man, the weeks get away from us. Um, but it was crazy. It was like almost like 50 cars and it was a vibe, man. So it was really cool to share the track with everybody. Obviously, mm-hmm. wicked to get back behind the wheel for myself. Uh, Turned some laps, did some skids. It was cool. Um, no, it was just good to see everybody out there. And, um, you know, looking forward to this weekend too, obviously. Um, I think the storyline I'm most excited about is to see what Jesse Foot does with the rest of the season. There, he has offered me some nugget sauce dips because I got to write, I got to have to win him the event. I got to write that, so I'll get the notes to <laughs> you judges there. Um, but in all honesty, just to see how an amazing season for Jesse Foot kind of culminates there and see what kind of end it gets, you know, I think, um, you bring up checkers a record for Justin Dubay, man. I think it's like totaled or winning for Jesse. And I don't really see him leaving anything in the judges' hands this weekend coming up. I mean, we had that amazing battle with him and Chris Pollard. Uh, obviously, the pass heard around the internet. It's great. It's awesome. It was just, you watch it back, you still get goosebumps. I don't think we're going to see anything like that this season or this this final round here. But, uh, hey, man, I'll, I'll, I won't say anything. I'm not going to jinx it. Uh, I would love to see him and Chris pa- uh, Pollard battle it out one more time. But uh, just, again, really excited to see how this is going to wrap up for Jesse, uh, see what he has for us, man. I think he, he knows the goal. Got to go for that qualifying spot. He's got to qualify Tristan McClendon somehow. So his mm-hmm. battles begin early, and I think it's going to be very interesting watching him and the crew get to, that uh, weapon there on track and see how they can uh, get it done, man. So excited to look for it. But then I say that, I 
think about all the other storylines of everybody else too because obviously super excited to see tristan can he do the three p for the qualifying that's amazing um you know right. is jace gonna just shock everybody steal the show steal the championship i think he's gonna in really good position to do that maybe pat fontaine is just gonna you know brush his hair show up with it brushed and then just win who knows well i hope it's so because he's you not really got registered for this round pat fontaine is back in the east so unfortunate wow. news pat fontaine isn't making it i, li- I oh. wish i wish he was um yeah. maybe maybe his fight will get canceled and he decides to show up yeah so i guess there's a wedding it- too many people getting married. Can you guys just shank up a little bit and have the wedding? Do it in the, do it in the winter, man. Like, nothing else is going on anyway. Exactly. Like, great part of Mexico. Have a nice snow, wedding. You can Photoshop whatever background you want. No, easy. easy. Go to Mexico like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then who's Aaron going to go up against in the top six? Who is Aaron going to go up against, right? right? Like, what do we get? We have 20, we have 20 plus. In there in the top 16. So we do have 20 plus drivers coming. Um, so that we, we are running a top 32 format. So it will be, you know, based on top 32 points. So yes, all 20 do qualify. And then, you know, you kind of figure out how it all goes on the bracket that way. We don't run by runs. We just run the battles that, that head into it. And then, yeah, basically that's it. We got the, the top 16 going. We can chat just a little bit about um, some scoring. I know there's been a lot of questions asked on that. How does it work? How is the scores broken up? This round, we actually changed it a little bit here. So because line is so important on it, generally our scoring works at 40 points is for style, 30 points for line, and 30 points for angle. However, at this round, because the line is so important, we're going to be doing 35 points for line, 35 points for style, and 30 for the angle going into it. And basically how it works, track is broken up into three sectors sectors is 10 points for each sector that is available for points for line and then five x factor points so you know it's basically how do you get those five x factor points because you can do one sector great score high two sectors great score high three sectors average score high but it's how you piece that entire run together how you get um one all the way to the other zone two you know, it's just running that, you know, perfect line that we're going to be looking for. It's going to be uh, painted out on the track. It's going to be easy for us to see. It's going to be easy for drivers to, you know, navigate. And I think that's going to be just amazing. So line is very important on this. Style, of course, is always a big part of it too. But I think John's doing the same thing. Ten points each sector and five points are going to be like an X-factor score. Something special, something in that extra sauce that's just going to make it, uh, you know, make the run stand out over somebody else is what's going to get you those higher X factor points. Uh, we call it that it's sort of like, you know, stolen from the FD side of it, but not really every judge has the X factor points. Angle, of course, 10 points for each sector. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be really important. Big, consistent angle. Minimal inputs is going to score you high points on that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this layout. I'm we have a great, great time out at Rad Torque. It is the uh, you know it's a it's the home of our drifting locally. You know we host so many things. He's looking forward for the track lines, fellas. Yes, they'll be painted there. Keep it on your I won't, maps, be, I won't be painting them, so they'll actually be good. I've been fired from that job, so don't worry about that, guys. Oh, don't worry <laughs> about that. Yeah. It's even in the notes that we, we're going to have for everybody so they can see where the lines are. It's cranked it out fairly well. And actually, yeah, if you're jumping onto our Discord server, you can also see 
a lot of these runs being done as an overlay with the actual track map on it. So there's a lot of a set of runs running the layout, running the proper line um, with the track maps sort of like overlaid on the track. But yeah, no, just looking forward to being back out at Rad Torque um, for competition. We had a grassroots round one on the road course um, early in the year, sort of as our season opener. But, you know, Rad Torque has been so good to us, you know, our weekly Thursday nights. Um, where else can you go and drive, you know, 50 bucks? You're, you're driving all night for four or five hours. Anyway, yeah, August 17th. We have a cool idea thought up by Rad Torque. Normally they do like Friday night open uh, uh, street legal drags. Well, on August 17th, what we're doing is we're just going to do a drift and drag night. So it's street legal drags and open drift. One ticket gets you into both. So if you want to come and drive, it's 60 bucks. You can take your drift car down the drag strip. And if you're a drag race guy who wants to try drifting, by all means, you're more than welcome to. But I think a lot of that is going to be giving some ride-alongs and just a good community out at Rad Torque. So many of the different groups get along so well, and we never really have drifting and drags on the same nights uh, just because so, both are so popular. So this time we're going to combine them, have an awesome uh, street legal drag racing, and, and then drifting. So that's, again... Yeah, they can hear you on the thing. Yeah, they're I know. Sponsored. Anybody know who they're sponsored by? JV's Power Center, of course, of course. and Rad Torque Raceway. You know, it is. It's, it's good to have a track behind you. I mean, we're very fortunate as Inspecti. We have so many of the, the best tracks in Western Canada, you know, wanting us to be there, wanting us to be part of it. You know, from Mission Raceway, Rad Torque Raceway, we're out there most out of anybody. And then also Stratotech, you know, the home of Stratobash. That's coming up on the... Uh, September long weekend. Tickets still available. Let's point that out. So you got big things going in August, okay? So on the 12th, oh, and she's making race snacks. So Jason's awesome. mom is making race now, snacks. Okay, well, thank you. I for am that. looking forward to it. All right, we're looking forward to that. But um, no, big things in August. So basically on the 12th, we've got a round three. We're going to be just absolutely, you know, killing it out on track best driving that you're going to see of the season everyone has it all to gain you know the people that are vying for the championship they're after the big check they're after the trophies they're after that final fd license that we have for first place overall but then we got on the 17th open drift and drag night that's going to be awesome we're back out on the road course for the drifting so probably run a couple of layouts out there as well it's going to be a great time 19th we're back out at stratotech doing toge bash as a demo. So if you had enough, enough drifting from the 12th and the 17th, also on the 19th, you can come out, show with us there. There's drifting all over. I mean, this is it. August is we're going to finish the season off strong and going to see lots of drifting. Um, great thing about the open drift nights, especially like if you think on, on the 17th, ride-alongs are available. So we can take people for ride-alongs. If you got somebody that you want to jump in a car, or you want to be that person to jump in a car, you just uh, will get you in a, in the seat and take you for a ride around, you know, the famous Rad Torque Raceway Road Course. It's going to be a good one. Anything you want to add there as we close up, Tony? Um, seeing some some chatter in the chat here, people talking uh, SR stuff. So that's right. always good to see. Um, I disagree with all of it, 
but you know, it's people are <laughs> unfortunately people get their their uh, opinions. Um, it is what it is. Um, backers answers by Tony Zestrato. Uh, we'll aim for it. We'll aim for it. You know, they don't uh, they don't like us going into turn one as hot, but uh, I'm just saying I haven't hit any rocks yet. Two years now in a row, but uh, hopefully that will change. You guys can have to clean it up on Monday, anyways. I'm gonna hit the rocks anyway. I feel like I get to. That's um, right. But that's if you stay so... clean up Monday, you get one free rock pass. One, oh, one free rock pass. So I'm gonna use it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gonna regret that um i think you know i think we have a uh strato bash survival podcast uh planned uh the week before so i'm looking forward yes. to doing that i know you wanted to talk a little bit of a setto uh after the grill the judges week so we got you know uh, yeah on top of drifting you can hear me and sean too non-stop you love our voices just come listen some more you know all 17 of you that's uh stuck it out here that's awesome um yeah no, it's going to be a busy month. You know, we had that, like, kind of two-week lull. I've kind of enjoyed uh, having a little bit of summer, you know, going mm-hmm. doing other things other than drifting. Not much, though, but uh, some. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to finishing off the second half of our season here. It's going to be a big one. Obviously, we got round three coming up this weekend. We have the cool drift and uh, drag night there, uh, Rad Torque Raceway. And, yeah, Toge Bash should be a lot of fun. Uh, try to sneak my way out there for that one. We'll see. Um and then, I'm yeah, man. Sure that you're doing Obviously. the announcing for the Toge Bash, so I'm pretty sure you got. Oh yeah, that. no, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to see if I can sneak my car out there too. Someone does. Oh, there it. we go. It's pretty, but that's okay. It drives pretty cool. So, um, we always let you get out there. It's all good. Don't worry. It's not. It's not always the look of the cars. The, you got those fancy new bumpers, so those are really good. Yeah, the main thing great. is, you know, it, it's it's just it's the driving that needs to be there. If you guys want definitely come out support that uh let's put on you know toge bash part of driven the whole group out there so it's really always always a fun time out at strato nice afternoon on a saturday so yeah it's not not such an early one even a guy like pat pontaine could make it if he was here right yeah after lunch so yeah. that's his, I'm gonna, that's his that, goal. I'm gonna hope for strato bash this year maybe it's not plus 35 that'd be great probably help a little bit on tire degradation but uh i'd love to see some rain out there too that'd be great but uh not so not so great for the grass <laughs> not so great for the grass and i don't know it's way more fun in the dry let's be honest about it. that's all we care about is uh is doing that yeah Dubey wants us to uh you know remind everybody that hey aceto yeah you can jump on and see the aceto uh server tonight there's sim racing tonight uh, and that's something that we're going to be talking about later on in our uh, in our dedicated um you know podcast that we're we're going to do just for our setup and our plans for the yeah for sure i mean <laughs> you got to give it up to, to dustin electric media absolutely killing it on it um and like if you, you haven't driven the new course that joseph released for the mission layout you have to go check that out it is spot on point accurate lines on the asphalt even the same lines that we painted on there are there even our spec merch trailer is hiding in the pits area somewhere so it's really fun <laughs> to see um, all the brandings out there, the tents out there, everything's there. So it's actually really neat to see, you know, how much of, of our events are also on the virtual ones. So yeah, if you want to jump on, all the servers are on the SpecD Discord. Hit up Electric Media on Instagram if you don't have it or if you need whatever it is to join into our Aceto community. Definitely do that. Best thing ever. And if you, you got a headset, turn it on. You can hear everybody chat more and talk trash about the judges more there if you want. <laughs> yeah, you want to you know how uh, people really feel. Jump yeah. in one of those chat yeah, lobbies. Don't worry. We all got thick skin. We, we love hearing it. Um, 
love the interaction. Uh, so, hey, rule is if you don't come out and watch the event in person, you cannot ask questions on the Grill the Judges on the following week. So come out, watch it, get your ammunition ready, write down your questions, write down on the calls that you hated so that you can jump on and roast us the following week after the event where we'll explain any calls that you want answered and uh, do our best to uh, get the people to put down the pitchforks. I don't know how we're going to say that, but that's what it is. I think it's important for us as, as judges in the community just to be accountable for the calls that we make, explain it, explain what we're looking for. Um, and, hey, transparency in the community, that's all we're about. That's all we're after. Yes, dude, right we'll all, all be on after this. We'll see you spin out on your Assetto. You drive way better in real life than you do I... in Assetto. How about that? Let's call him. Or has he gotten – last time we were there, it was terrible, okay? It was absolutely terrible. Me and – me and Justin were just uh, smashing into each other and spinning each other out the entire lap. So I headed off to Mission Raceway where I was uh, driving that and I have fun on there, usually by my lonesome, but still a good time. <laughs> I'm not even in comments on my skill set. It's uh, disappointing. You'll find out for sure why they just let me announce. There you uh, go. But that's okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, with that, we'll see you guys all at the track on Saturday. Uh, gates open at 11 o'clock for, for spectators. 15 bucks to get in. Uh, great time. Got food trucks out there. We got even like a uh, mobile trailer with sim rigs in it. So if you want to try your own uh, sim racing, we do have Reboot Racing coming out to this final round with mobile uh, sim rigs set up. So you can do that. Uh, some vendors out there as well. We got Papa John's, of course, as always, going to be out there with pizza right by the stands. Uh, it's going to be a great time. So be sure, grab your tickets on the gate and uh, plan to be out there with us on Saturday. And with that, we'll see you next week. Be online anytime, and we'll catch you guys later.